Today's episode of the Fantasy Football Podcast on the Ringer NFL Show is brought to you by State Farm. When you need a game plan for protection, State Farm agents are here to help. With personalized service, agents are available to talk in person, over text, or through the State Farm app. So go with the one with coverage and agents you can count on. Find an agent in your neighborhood today. State Farm. Talk to an agent today. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Podcast on the Ringer NFL Show on the Ringer Podcast Network. My name is Danny Heifetz and I'm joined as always by my co-host and my co-Danny, the hero we need and the analyst we deserve, the Dark Knight himself, Danny Kelly. How you doing, DK? I'm doing so well, man. How are you doing? I'm fantastical. Craig, how are you today? I'm great. <laughs> None of us are in the same city right now. Isn't that fun? Yeah. yeah. I just... Flew to New York and my arms are tired from all the typing on the plane because I was really cramped. <laughs> nice, you saved that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, actually, evening time, uh, East Coast time. We're going to run through a bunch of players we like for Daily Fantasy on Sunday. We're going to break down our DraftKings lineup later, but first, we're going to run through some categories. Shall we dive in? Let's do this. All right, time to go big or go home. I headed home for a wedding, so I already went home. So it's time for you guys to go big. DK, who's an expensive person worth the money for you this week? I'm going with quarterback Russell Wilson of the Seahawks, going up against Atlanta's defense, who has which has been struggling very, very badly this season. It's um, probably one of the worst defenses in the NFL, if not the worst. So um, Wilson is coming off probably his worst game of the season. Um, he just did not play as sharp as he did, has, as he has during the rest of the season. But I think he's going to bounce back um, playing in a dome this week, or I guess it's a retractable roof, but it's probably going to be good weather there, um, whether they close or open. But yeah, I, I just like this matchup. I like Wilson in, in Atlanta and 7,200. I think he's worth it. He has that, that rushing floor too, you know, the opportunity to potentially score on the ground, um, going up against the burnt husk of what used to be the Falcons. They're surrendering oh 27.7 fantasy <laughs> points per game to opposing quarterbacks. So I like it. I like this. <laughs> Burnt husk. You're taking a note from Craig. Cremated. It's, dude, I don't like that word. <laughs> I don't like that we use that. I'm not a fan of it. I would like to stop. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, my, my go big or go home this week. Um, Patriots defense. They're playing the Browns. They're $4,200. Maybe this is dumb because maybe this is the end of the wave. <laughs> Because, but you know what? I don't care. I've decided that I want to ride the Patriots defense wave as long as I possibly can because maybe it'll end. Until it does, I'm on the boat. Bill Barnwell for ESPN wrote a column on Thursday explaining that the 2019 Patriots are better on defense than the 2007 Patriots were on offense. They have the biggest, <laughs> That's awesome. As a team, they have the biggest point differential through seven games in the Super Bowl era. And actually, like 40 years before the Super Bowl era, too, they have the biggest point differential since the 1920 Buffalo, not the Bills, the Buffalo All-Americans. Mm. Oh, I, know what you, I know what everyone's thinking. The teams they've played sucked, right? They played the Dolphins. They played the Jets twice. They played the Giants. They played Washington. Do you know who the Buffalo All-Americans played in 1920? <laughs> West Buffalo, All-Buffalo. There was so much Buffalo. 
They played Akron Pros, the McKee Sport Olympics, the Toledo Maroons, the Columbus Panhandles, the Canton Bulldogs. They lost to them. The Cleveland Tigers. So I don't want to hear about the Patriots schedule in 2019. For one, because the (laughs) All-Americans had a way easier schedule, but also because this. The point of sports and point of football is to score more points than your opponent. And in seven games, the Patriots have outscored their opponents more than literally any other team in a century. So what else do you want them to do? (laughs) <laughs> so they're going against the Browns this week. Bill Belichick is 20 and 0 in his last 20 games against the first or second year quarterback. That's not good. They also the, they also have a a vulnerable offensive line that Pats have been crushing offensive lines. Eric Cush, the right guard is 49th out of 53 guards in Pro Football Focus among guys with 300 snaps. The right tackle Chris Hubbard, 50th out of 55 tackles on PFF. I think their linebacking core, what do they call them like the um, the boogeymen? It's going to be tough mm-hmm. for Cleveland. I like the Pats D. I'm rolling with this still. The the Patriots defense are the overall player seven. <laughs> yeah, they're worth 4,200 bucks. It goes Lamar story. Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, Dalvin Cook, the Patriots. <laughs> That's insane. Jesus. That's absolutely That's crazy. Bonkers. Yeah. Well, try to follow that up, Craig. Who are you shelling out for? Uh, who else? Lenny Forns of the Jazz. I'm doing it. I, in the words of Lil Nas X, I'm going to ride till I can't no more for Leonard Fournette. Every week he's great. Leonard Fournette <laughs> leads the NFL in touches, second in rushing attempts per game behind Christian McCaffrey. The Jets, Volume. The Jets suck. They've given up the six most fancy points to running backs. They just gave up three touchdowns to Sonny Michelle. I'm riding with Fournette. <laughs> Good luck with that. No, I, I love Lenny Fournes. I too. love it. All right, switching gears. Uh, this is too rich for my blood. So who's someone going for a pretty penny this week that you guys do not like? DK, who's too rich for your blood this week? I'm going to kick it off with tight end George Kittle, San Francisco. He is the most expensive tight end this week on this slate that we're working with. Um, going up against Carolina, who has two very, very good linebackers in Luke Keekley and Shaq Thompson. Um he is the most expensive tight end by 600 bucks, actually. 1600 more than Hunter Henry, who we will talk about um, on this show. Uh, the last time I checked, they were projecting rain showers. So there could be weather in, in Charlotte this weekend. We saw kind of how the 49ers dealt with that, you know, last week when they would just basically decided to run the ball only. Um, Kittle has, I mean, he's amazing. He's like one of my favorite players, like full stop. But, um, he hasn't been the fantasy monster last that he was last year this season. He's seventh in fantasy points per game this season at tight end. Carolina's giving up just nine fantasy points per game to tight ends. So that's 27th. So I don't like the matchup. And I just think I'm, I'm thinking I'm spending money at a different spot on tight end this week. I totally feel that. And I think that one of the reasons Kittle has been a little tough is that here's the thing. The Niners have the fewest pass attempts in the entire league by a yeah. pretty good amount. They also... As a percentage, they have the highest run-to-pass percentage in the league. They're running more than 58% of the time, which is a lot. Now, maybe that's because mm-hmm. game script, they've gotten ahead and stuff, but maybe it's play design. Either way, they're probably going to have to throw this week for the first time because the Panthers are the best defense they've faced by a pretty good amount. The Panthers have a really good D. The Niners have kind of scraped by without their... Uh, they, they haven't had Joe Staley at left tackle. They haven't had Mike McGlinchey at right tackle. They're kind of going to get, I don't want to say exposed, but it's a real problem against Carolina. But here's the thing. We don't know still how good Jimmy G is because he hasn't been asked to do too much. But I I had a little little staff. To give you an idea of how little Jimmy G's actually played, 
Do you know that Kyler Murray has more pass attempts this year than Jimmy has in the last two years in more games? I mean, they're like they're basically hiding him in that offense so far. And, you know, like you said, it's it's run game defense. They ask him to throw a little bit. And, you know, he's been sharp at times, but he's also been really sloppy at other times. You know, I feel like, like I'm the Jimmy and... G of this pod where it's like, I'm okay. You just call yourself the Jimmy G? Of this pod where it's like, I'm okay, but like, <laughs> you guys haven't really given me the reins yet. But like, in limited, pers- <laughs> in limited pockets, I'm, I'm okay. But like, you're not going to give it to me. We don't know if we can rely on you yet, Craig. <laughs> no, you, like, you, guys, you guys are like the Tevin Coleman and the Matt Breedas, and I'm just handing off to you most of the time. Here's you know the thing. I mean? It's like, you, you have the work, <laughs> yeah. like you, you like that. have the look, but who knows if it can happen. You know what I mean? Exactly. But seriously, Jimmy has exactly 16 career starts, so he's basically a rookie. Like Craig. Thank you. Speaking of Craig, who's too rich for your blood this week, Craig? Uh, Chris Godwin this week, which uh, he's been fantastic, but he's playing Tennessee. He's 7,100 bucks. Uh, the Titans are really stingy against the slot. Um, they pretty much shut down Jarvis Landry, D.D. Westbrook, and Keenan Allen this year. And they play, the Titans play a majority of a zone defense, which is kind of Jameis Winston's kryptonite. He has a four mm. to eight touchdown to interception ratio when he's playing the zone this year. Um, so I would actually go with Mike Evans, who's $500 cheaper and I think could perform a lot better on the outside this week. See, that, that was a rookie move by you because you said zone defense is Jameis's kryptonite. Really, just defense is Jameis's kryptonite. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> He's really great in like seven on sevens when the defense is taking a water break. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my guy too expensive this week, just Nick Chubb. I mean, he's not actually that expensive. It's 6,600 bucks. I would still stay away from him for everything I said about the Patriots defense. Um, Pats have allowed two rushing touchdowns yeah. and the third fewest rushing yards and I don't think they're going to have much success against the Patriots. Tough. All right, switching again. (laughs) Buy low of the week. Who is someone that you think should be more expensive that you're swooping in on? So for me, this is more more of buy him while he's still low, but I I like Corey Davis this week of the Titans going up against the aforementioned Buccaneers, 4,400 bucks only. Um, And I realize this is a little bit recency bias, and we don't really know what to expect from Ryan Tannehill, but he did make the Titans offense run so much more efficiently. He was so much more aggressive as a passer. He had a couple of really nice tight window throws to Corey Davis last week. He's just more aggressive with the football, and, and that just bodes well, I think, for the for the Titans' pass-catching core. Going up against a Buccaneers defense that has given up the second-most fantasy points to opposing receivers this week, uh, this season, 44.1 per week. Um, so, yeah, I just like the, I like the value. If you look at kind of the guys that are right around him, he's right below Marquise Goodwin, who I just don't have a ton of faith with um, this week. Above guys like Zach Pascal and Cole Beasley, Craig's Craig's favorite, Cole Beasley. Um, but I just think his upside is there. <laughs> Craig, you know Craig's favorite rapper is Cole Beasley. J. Cole Beasley. J. Cole Beasley. Uh, yeah, Corey Davis. Yeah, he had six catches, which is the highest of the season last week. He had 80 yards and his, his second touchdown of the year. So big week for Corey. Craig, who is your buy low of the week? Yeah, I'm just going to piggyback right off DK and go with AJ Brown. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Honestly, yeah. wow. I, well, I thought of him. What and then a backstab. I, I put him in the dock and I was like, damn it, he has Corey Davis. Should I remove him? I don't know. But I kind of, it's just Remove kind of, Corey Davis or remove, just delete him from DKs? And no, remove AJ <laughs> Brown from, from my list. But I, it's basically all the reasons that DK said, uh, AJ Brown led the team in targets last week with eight. He had his most catches. And we talked about him last week. The guy just looks like a beast. And I, I think the second yeah. half of the season with Tannehill could be a lot brighter than the first half. I just, you know that, well, this is, I mean, DK is the dark night. You know that scene in the dark night 
where the Joker like splits the pool cue into two and just says, oh, we only have one spot. Like, I feel like that's what you guys just did with the Titans receivers. <laughs> Who will there win? There can only be one. Well, I speaking of the Dark Knight, actually, DK Metcalf. That's mine of the week. That's my buy low. Well, I'm really proud of very, that. Very good there segue. Go. Very uh, good. I didn't even plan that. That was just that's just how the magic happens. He's five thousand bucks this week. The Seahawks, as DK mentioned, they're playing the Falcons. Weather will probably not be an issue unless it's like Wimbledon. Once you build the retractable roof, it never rains anymore. <laughs> um, he's leads the league in red zone targets. The whole NFL, DK Metcalf. So that he only has two touchdowns, but leads the league in red zone opportunity, uh, red zone targets. The Falcons pass defense. Hey, DK, what about the Falcons defense? <laughs> what Falcons defense? Precisely. Uh, they have no pass rush, to be specific. If they don't sack Russell Wilson this week, they will be the first team to not have a sack in five games in a row since sacks became a statistic. Not great. That means Russ has a lot of time. Obviously, Russell's Wilson's like whole thing as a passer is just he's going to create time until his receivers get open that's really bad when you have no pass rush so i think dk Met- all that together i love metcalf this week i like him too i, I do think he's probably going to get pressured though i mean the seahawks aren't exactly known for uh protecting their quarterback very well so neither are the texans the texans were the laughing stock of the league for not protecting Deshaun watson and then the falcons not, not only could they not sack him they only hit deshaun watson once it was the second game of his pro career that Deshaun Watson was not sacked. Wow. And he had five touchdowns. So I am not worried about Russ this week. Fair. That is, that's absolutely fair. That's a good rebuttal. All right. We went expensive. We went cheap. This is middle range sweet spot. Goldilocks. Who's a little <laughs> like middle range Goldilocks pick, DK? Uh, I like Matt Stafford of the Lions quarterback going up, going up against Danny Heifetz's Giants defense. Danny, tell me about the Giants defense. What Giants defense? Yeah, 6,100 this week, which is it just feels like a very nice bargain right in the middle there. Um, Giants defense is a mess. Stafford has been pretty dialed in lately with carry on out. You could see, I, I, I could definitely see the Lions kind of leaning a little bit more on Stafford's arm. Um, he's been airing it out this season at, at a higher rate, I think, than he has in, in, in a long time. Um, he's second only to Fitz Magic in deep ball rate, 18% per PFF this year. Um, that makes, and, and we talked about this on Monday, that makes, you know, his receivers, Galladay, Marvin Jones, a little bit hit or miss week to week because there's just some variability with those big, deep shots. But I think that makes him a really high upside guy because he could have a couple deep touchdown passes this week against a really, really bad Giants defense. So um, per Matthew Berry, the Giants allow the highest yards per pass attempt, and Stafford is averaging 10 points as 10.6 air yards per throw, which is the highest in the NFL. So it's a good match. It's it's just a good matchup for him. Yeah, anytime you allow the most deep pa- deep yards pass attempts and then Stafford's averaging like the deepest passes, that's uh, not great for the Giants. And then <laughs> not great. And we talked about how Marvin Jones had four touchdowns last week, which is weird. And I, I think Stafford still has four touchdowns. They just get distributed. So you like more Kenny Galladay, you know, Danny Amendola yeah. can do whatever. Lions, Lions, Lions are good bet. Anyone playing the Giants? Good bet. Yeah, I, I got a bonus guy on this. You got segment. another Goldilocks. Uh, I do. Tight end Hunter Henry of the Chargers going up against a very good Chicago defense. Granted, but um, he's only forty nine hundred dollars on DK. His nineteen point six fantasy points per Wait, game. Did you just call DraftKings DK? Yes, that's a common thing. You're DK. Do. We just talked about DK Metcalf. There's too many DK. You can't do that. 
That's confusing. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. On DraftKings, Danny. Hey, it's uh, like when you call interceptions ints. <laughs> All right. Let's yeah. keep it moving. I feel like a sheepdog. I got to bite at your guys' ankles. <laughs> Calm down there, Jimmy. What are you saying, your guys? This is Danny only. You're right. I'm biting at Hyfitz's ankles. <laughs> All right. Achilles so back deals. to Hunter Henry. 600 bucks less than Austin Hooper, 100 bucks less than Waller. Uh, he's being used as a de facto receiver in the Chargers offense. Um, last two weeks, Henry leads all tight ends and routes run with 71. Receiving yards, 197. Receptions, 14. He's tied for first in touchdowns with two. And he has a he's tied for a team-high 21% target share. And we saw that Keenan Allen, it was late addition to the injury report. We don't really know exactly what's going on with Keenan Allen, but if Keenan Allen doesn't play, that means I think Henry will get an even higher target share. So... All that said, I really like him in this lineup um, for that for that amount, and you know he lines up all over the field, and that's I think that's the key kind of thing is he's he's almost a de facto receiver for them. He he's lined up in line sixty eight times this year, in the slot sixty times, and out wide twenty eight times. So he's lined up outside more than he is inside. You say he's lined up sixty eight times to the outside, sixty eight times in line. And then oh, okay. 60, 60 times in the slot plus another 28 times outside per PFF. Yeah, wow. That's way more than I would have expected. Great nugget. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's all over the place. And that's that's huge for fantasy, obviously. So I like Hunter Henry a lot. Hopefully he can continue to stay healthy and, and dominate on fantasy. I like that. All right. Well, speaking of dudes who line up all over the place, uh, Craig, you're a fan of Robert Woods this week. Yeah, Bobby Trees going up Bobby against Trees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that. Is that is that something you made up? Or is no, that I, I, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I heard Roger Sherman say that, and I loved it. <laughs> so, anyway, well, in London, so is it like Bobby Sherwood Forrest? Very good. Bobby Sherwood Forrest is playing in London against the Bengals this week. So the Rams receivers are tricky this year. Uh, I feel like going in, Cooks was the first guy drafted, and he's been the worst of the three. And Cup has been the best coming off his ACL injury. So until Cooks proves me wrong, I'm going to go with Cup and Woods every single week. And I think this week mm-hmm. is a Woods week. He's $1,200 cheaper than Cup. He's got, he's, as, as Evan Silva would say on his EstablishTheRun.com, he is popping in Josh Herzmeyer's air yards by low model. <laughs> um, yeah. And he's the only relevant Ram without a receiving TD. TD. So uh, I think it's coming. A regression's coming for Bobby Trees. Bobby I can Trees. See that. I, Bobby Sherwood Forrest. All right, well, we're not out of the woods yet. <laughs> nice. Uh, I Ty Johnson, that's my middle range sweet spot, Goldilocks, whatever. He's forty nine hundred dollars. It's not enough for starting running back because Carry on Johnson unfortunately hits injured reserve. Ty Johnson's going to become the starter. There's also J D McKissick in that backfield, but the reality, J D McKissick, I mean, you know him, DK. He was in Seattle for a while. He's mm-hmm. a good receiver, but never had more than forty six carries in a season. He's a receiving back. He's not a running back. He yeah. he's five ten one ninety five. Ty Johnson's five ten. 210. So he's got 15 pounds on him. He's going to be the primary ball carrier. The Giants can't stop anyone. Look, we like Stafford as a passer, but the reality is, you, there's, I mean, the Lions with Calvin Johnson were the team to get to the one yard line and then vulture it with their running back. So just because the Lions are going to throw all over, you don't know who's going to score. Ty <laughs> Johnson just, that's a lot of opportunity against a bad defense for $4,900. So I think that's, and they're way more balanced as a running game than they've been in the last four years. So I think he's a really good value. All right, we're going to run through some more categories, but before that, let's take a quick break to talk about Sonos. Support for today's show comes from the Sonos Move, the durable battery-powered smart speaker for indoor and outdoor listening, which changed my life. 
Just pick Move up off the indoor charging base and bring great sound to the great outdoors. Experience impressive bass, an ultra-wide soundscape, and clear details for music, podcasts, radio, and more. Move even uses automatic TruePlay tuning technology to optimize the sound for wherever you are and what you're playing. And you can enjoy up to 10 hours of battery life on a single charge. Never worry about unexpected weather or accidents. Move was designed to withstand water, dust, and accidental drops. I can attest for that because I took it to the beach the first day I got it, and it was amazing. Plus, Move can wirelessly connect to other Sonos speakers around your home to create your perfect sound system. Sonos sent me a Move, and the Move, it's amazing. Do you guys remember the first song you played on it? I have a really embarrassing one. Go ahead. <laughs> so it was, I think it was the week that um, Pitchfork released the top 200 songs of the decade. And the first one on the list is Levels by Avicii. Great song. And so I cranked Levels That's by Avicii. That's not embarrassing at thing. all. And it was, <laughs> I just was dancing alone like an idiot. It was a wonderful time. And I think I woke up a lot of people in my building. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Let's get into the contrarian play of the week, because, you know, it's not enough to just be right if everyone else is right. There's sometimes if you're trying to go all the way, if you're trying to get like a million bucks <laughs> and the million maker, you're trying to like come number one, you ain't first or last. You got to go against the grain. So some against the grain picks. I have this one might be a little too against the grain. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, because most look, we're recording this Thursday night. We don't know right now if Drew Brees is going to play. I don't know if Drew Brees knows if Drew Brees is going to play. All I'm saying is that <laughs> they're playing the Cardinals. And what did we see uh, last week from the Cardinals is David Johnson was a game time decision, started, came out of the game two or three snaps in and was like, um, that was not the right move. I can't really play. Chase Edmonds said that he didn't really even know he was going to play until uh, David Johnson came out. All I'm saying is that if that happens, something similar-ish, basically Teddy Bridgewater gets a lot of playing time in this game for whatever reason, unexpectedly. He could have a great game and be one of the best quarterbacks, and then you would have him, and like basically 99% of people would not. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Certainly like the matchup. I'll give you that. Well, here's it. The Cardinals, they do have Patrick Peterson back, so I, I, they're season-long things, how they're getting destroyed by all these receivers. They're not exactly perfect anymore because Peterson's back. Having said that, one cornerback doesn't change a defense being bad. So there you go. That's that contrarian enough for you guys. It's kind of galaxy brain. I don't really know if it's even contrarian. (laughs) I I think we should just make a new segment and have only Danny give his galaxy 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 brain brain take. (laughs) I'm serious. We should do that. I think we, I think we've been doing that ever since I recommended the dolphins. (laughs) Craig, you have a regular old contrarian pick instead of galaxy brain. Uh, yeah, this isn't even that contrarian. I'm just so irked by Marvin Jones's four touchdowns that I'm picking Kenny, Kenny Galladay this week because he only had one catch last week, and I just don't want anybody to think that he's bad or that that's going to be a pattern moving forward. He's still seven, He has the seventh most air yards in the league. He's got 100 yards or a TD in four of his last five games before last week. Uh, and he's playing the Giants' defense. And Heifetz, tell me about the Giants' defense. What Giants' defense, Craig? There you go. Not that contrarian start and buy Kenny Galladay and we'll get to that later. Well, there's no better place to buy anything than the bargain bin. Mm. So what are your bargain bin plays of the week? When you're scraping around for spare change. DK, you got a a bargain bin? Someone you can do with a spare change in your glove compartment? 
Uh, I'm going with another Lions player this week. Obviously, we love that Giants matchup. J.D. McKissick. And again, we don't really know exactly what the breakdown is going to be between McKissick and Ty Johnson. Um, I'm going bargain bin here with McKissick just because he could have a very big role, and we just don't really know it yet. This is kind of just one of those dart throw plays. 3,900. Um, he was a he was essentially a receiver in college. He's got very good receiving skills. He can line up all over the field. Um, he may get some running back snaps kind of out of the backfield, but he can also play in the slot. Um, kind of just do they kind of do a lot of different things with him. I think Daryl Bevel really likes him. Um, so it's definitely a bit of a roll of the dice, but against a bad defense, again, another Lions player that I like this week, JD McKissick. My role, uh, my bargain bin is pretty much a similar thought process with a different player. It's Kiki Kuti, QT on the Texans. Um, it's similar thought, just like Carrion Johnson's out for the Lions. You know, Will Fuller is now out with the Texans. And at the end of the day, like you don't know what offense they're going to roll out when Fuller is a guy who stretches them vertically and makes it easier for everyone else to stretch them horizontally. And then when that is out, sometimes that can really hurt an offense overall, like the Eagles when they lose to Sean Jackson as a vertical threat. It doesn't really create opportunity as much as it just makes everyone else's job harder. But Kiki Kuti's actually done pretty well without Fuller. So, like last year, he had a pretty good stretch before he hurt like both hamstrings. So I'm just basically taking a dart throw that he's going to be an underneath option and get a lot of volume, especially in a PPR format like DraftKings that he can get a lot of uh, passes from Deshaun Watson. So that's the hope. Gregory, you got a bargain bin this week? Yeah, I'm going with Daryl Henderson, the running back for the Rams. So Malcolm Brown is going to be out this week. He didn't travel to London. And Todd Gurley, we've seen him throughout this season, kind of has up and down days workload-wise. And I don't really see him flying to London to beat up on the Bengals as a game where he's going to get 25 touches. Um, last week, Daryl Henderson got tw- played 26 snaps to Gurley's 46. Um, I think there's a chance that Daryl Henderson could potentially even out-touch Todd Gurley if they get ahead too early. So he's only $4,000 solid bargain this week. I like that one a lot. That's a really good one. Well done, Craig. Well Thank done, you. Jimmy yeah. G. Agreed. <laughs> All right, listener question of the week. Alan Natsubop, what is the most disheartening loss you had in fantasy that you can remember? Wow. Deep cut from Alan. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Craig, you want, you want to take this one, Craig? Circa 2006, I am but 12 years old, and it is the first fantasy <laughs> season of my young career. Wow. And all those old leagues, like nothing was set up right. Like we didn't know anything. So it was week 17 was the championship because that's just, you know, what you did back then. Um, and my quarterback, TBT. my quarterback was Rex Grossman. Lord knows why. <laughs> and I was down... Two points. I needed two points from Rex Grossman to win. And I was like, this is a wrap. The guy I was playing in my league was like a football coach at our local high school, knew a lot about football, was really good. (laughs) I was down. Why were you in the league with this guy? It was like a family friends league. And I mean, it wasn't super serious. It was just like, it was like parents and then some kids. Um, His name's Dave Kravitz. Great guy. Coach Sandermon Valley. He coached Roy Hallou, by the way. You know that running back, Roy Hallou? There you go. Might have had him in 2006 too. There you go. So I was down two, and this is, mind you, a points per fucking completion league. So quarterbacks were dropping like 40, 50 a week, getting like 25 <laughs> completions. Rex Grossman in this game plays the Packers, goes two for 12 with 33 yards, zero touchdowns, and three interceptions. I got negative three points and lost. <laughs> oh, that's good. I was down two in a points per completion league, and I lost. 
This Dude. is this just this reminds me very much of Sam Darnold's day against the Patriots. <laughs> it was that that surpassed my wildest expectations for that story. I guess like once every fifteen <laughs> years that happens, and Darnold just did it. <laughs> you lost at a points per completion league. Wow, that was. You know what? They said no one cares about your fantasy team, but I really cared about that. That was great. Um, all right, let's get into building our team for this week. Uh, DraftKings. We're gonna run through fifty thousand dollar team we're gonna do the we're gonna do a double up this week so trying to just double your money trying to get into the top 40 45 percent of lineups so that high floor is kind of more important for this kind of contest than just like you know if it's a million maker and you're just like screw it i want a million dollars so changing a thought mm-hmm. process so dk you want to take us through some of our picks starting out with quarterback sure definitely we we're gonna go with stafford matt stafford at quarterback again we talked about his upside, but also his floor, just going up against a really, really bad Giants defense. I think that gives him a very solid floor. Um, 6,100. And then at running back, we're going to go with Latavius Murray. Obviously, Kamara is limited. If if he's going to play at all, he'll probably be limited going up against a bad Arizona defense. Murray actually really surprised me last week. He looked really good. Um, dynamic. They can use him in the, pa- in the passing game a little bit as well. Um, the other running back we got this week, Sony Michelle, just coming off of a three touchdown game. You know, he's kind of he he's not very impressive as a runner, at least this season. Um, but <laughs> or as a just, receiver. Yeah, or as a receiver. But however, he is getting goal line touches and he's just he's getting the right kind of looks in that in that New England offense. Um, it's worth no- yeah, it's worth noting for those two for a second. Latavius Murray is fifty eight hundred dollars. And if Alvin Kamara does not end up playing, that is just unbelievably underpriced. Right. And right. Michelle, the same thinking. I don't really know why he kept getting all the Patriots goal line touches with his inability, just dropping screen passes, but he does. So <laughs> he's, whatever. He's got 15 touches in every game, but one this year. Yeah. He just gets good fantasy volume. All right, DK, who's our first receiver for this lineup? All right, we're going with Tyler Lockett of the Seahawks against that bad Atlanta defense. Lockett has been a really good deep threat for the Seahawks. He's been kind of used in the slot all over the place. Really, really good chemistry with Russell Wilson. Uh, again, I just like his floor because he is Wilson's go-to guy in that offense. He's really reliable. And so um, 7,000 on DraftKings. He's averaging 16.8 points per game. And uh, he's been pretty consistent. So I like him. Gregorio. Want to take us through the next two receivers? So we got Matt Stafford at quarterback, Latavius Murray at running back. That's Sony Michelle at running back. Tyler Lockett. Who else we got, Craig? So we got two other guys we talked about. We're rolling with Kenny Galladay and Robert Woods at 6,400 and 6,300 respectively. Just great matchups at home this week. And then for tight end, one other guy we talked about, Hunter Henry, who's playing the Bears in Chicago. We think he's pretty damn cheap. Going to buy us a nice new haircut. And then lastly, at Flex, (laughs) we're going with Cortland Sutton. Emmanuel Sanders was just traded to the Niners. And uh, Sutton's only 5,300 bucks playing Indy in Indy. But... There's not many pass catchers uh, in Denver. So Sutton's already right. been performing with Sanders. So I think it can only get better. I love this one a lot. And then last, but definitely least, the Lions defense against the Giants. Because why not? Because you know what? For all the <laughs> thing we say about what Giants defense, there are also some times where it's like, what Giants offense? You wow. know? I still oh, think boy. Danny Dimes is, is good. I, I still watch him and I, and I see potential in him like people are not annoyed about Danny Dimes people are annoyed about the hype post Danny Dimes no yeah. one's actually upset no one watches Danny Dimes that's the truth <laughs> I watch Danny Dimes and I still love him uh all right that's our lineup we got Stafford Latavius Murray Sony Michelle 
Tyler Lockett, Kenny Galladay, Bobby Trees, Hunter Henry, Cortland Sutton, and the Lions defense. Love Bobby Sherwood Forrest. All right. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DK. Thank you to Jim, our beloved sunshine. Thank you to everyone for listening. Best of luck this weekend. Season is halfway over after this week, guys. Weird. Very weird. Time flies. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have a good weekend. Support for today's show comes from Sonos Move. Yeah, it does. The durable, battery-powered smart speaker for indoor and outdoor listening. Just pick Move up off the indoor charging base and bring great sound to the great outdoors. My Sonos Move, honestly, probably one of the best moments I've had in all of 2019 was happening to be planning a beach trip the day after I got this, already on the calendar, not having any speakers, bringing speakers and spending five hours at the beach with my brother who's in town and um, threw in a lot of really corny, great music for the beach. Oh, absolutely awesome. Go to Sonos.com to learn more.